We're talking about faith, which is defined in Hebrews chapter 11. And we're trying to understand specifically what biblical faith is. So I just would say that there are a couple concepts that get confused, namely a difference between belief and faith. These two words are very similar, but there is a distinction. Uh, somebody could say, I believe in God, and uh, that may mean that they believe God exists. Or if they say, I believe God, it would mean that I not only believe God exists, but I'm actually going to take action on that belief. So it's sort of a difference between an intellectual assent and an actual uh, application of that assent. The famous example of this has been used by many, many, many preachers, including me in the past, is of a guy who would ride his, would walk across uh, a rope suspended over Niagara Falls and ride his bike over Niagara Falls and go out in the middle and, and uh, put a chair out and cook an egg and eat the omelet and then, you know, walk. He'd do all these things back and forth over the falls. And one time after he'd gone over and come back, he, he asks, how many of you believe I can do it again? Right? All these hands go up. Yes, yes, you can do it again. He goes, good. Who wants to go with me? Right? And everybody's hand immediately comes down. It's one thing to believe that it could happen. It's another thing to actually get in the basket and let him ride across the falls. But one guy does. Um, this guy's manager uh, goes across the falls. So um, th that helps, I hope, make this distinction between belief with a arguably sort of a practical atheism accompanying it and actual faith. Now, the rest of the chapter, we've just looked at the first couple of verses in the last couple of days. Um, the rest of the chapter, roughly verses 4 through 40 in Hebrews chapter 11, then goes on to list all these people. I think there's 16 that get named, and there's inferences of a whole bunch of others, um, who actually have a faith that uh, responds to God and a faith that God celebrates. And these men and women are um, are listed as examples and encouragements for us to follow their lead, to trust God, to obey what he says, to take steps um, that, that demonstrate that we put our weight down, that we are not frightened of perceived consequences. We're far more frightened of God if we don't do the things that God calls on us to do. And then the uh, ending of Hebrews chapter 11 reminds us that uh, the ultimate uh, verification of God's faithfulness does not come on this side of the grave. And indeed, this whole letter has been written to people who are likely going to suffer, right? That's the context of the letter to the Hebrews or the sermon to the Hebrews. It is to people who are likely going to suffer, who need to have some encouragement and assurance that God is in control. I want to say to you, God is in control. God is faithful. Uh, he wants us to demonstrate faith and encourages us to grow in it. I hope that you are doing just that. And I hope you have a good day.